Always two there are. A master. And an apprentice. One to embody power. And one to crave it. I'm the master Dan. And I'm the apprentice Jake. <laughs> that was so rusted. <laughs> I'm the apprentice Jake. I'm the, uh, I'm, you know, I'm the apprentice. You've seen the show before. Uh, this week, talk about some rebels. Rabble rousers. It's been a while since we've actually a while. like done any, like, slump, like actually watched something. It's usually drunk. a top ten or a discussion or mm-hmm. a drunk commentary as yeah. of late. But time to get back into some shit so yeah we you know we Rebels. didn't want to you know burn through all of our content as far as watching goes early yeah. so there's still some movies we haven't done there is wow yeah there's two yeah well more than two but two live action ones oh well fair enough um so yeah we, we're doing the uh, episodes four through six of season one of rebels mm-hmm. um i will say season one of rebels isn't awful but it's nowhere near as good as the other three seasons okay so this one's kind of the one you gotta get through. Yeah, this is the ex- exposition season. This is the yeah, it's setting everything up. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say these three episodes, two of them I think are very good. One of them I think is not. You don't think like it? Or uh, you think it's, I mean, I think it's fun. It's total filler. If I was ten, I'd like. It's just not targeted towards my my age group. I felt. Well, I mean, we'll get into it, but I felt like it had some. Yeah, it had some funny jokes and stuff in there. Don't get me wrong. But, but it was it was good to show like. The bonding. Yeah, I had some bonding, yeah. but overall, it felt like mostly filler to me. Yeah. Um, it true. didn't really push the, the story forward too much. Um, mm-hmm. But let's get into it. The first episode, which is the one that I'm talking about, I don't think it's that good, mm. is Fight or Flight. Yeah. Um, we open up with Ezra's practicing the Force. He thinks he's going to move this bowl, and it starts shaking and moving, and it's just Chopper. Chopper's moving oh, the bowl, because yeah. Chopper's a little asshole. Yes, he and, is. And uh, that causes Ezra to chase Chopper around the uh, the ghost, mm-hmm. as you do. And uh, he decides to stop to flirt with Sabine, which is really cringy. It this is. is a plot line that gets dropped pretty quick, too. Oh, it is? It okay, is. That's Thank good. God. Because it is just not good. Um, Sabine loves to spray paint. Her she does. Room. She's an artist. A lot of, but she, like, tags, which is interesting. She's I, wonder what, I wonder what that stuff says behind her. What if it has meaning? I don't know. I'm gonna be curious to look it up. Like, what's with the symbols that she has? I, I don't know if that's basic or what. It doesn't look like basic. I wasn't really paying attention to the exact symbols. Gee, come on, fair. man! You have to pay attention. I to I didn't these do things. a dip di- dip dive. I didn't yeah. do a deep dive on this. Uh, this this one part of the, there was not much in this episode, so I had to pick on something. No, but uh, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Okay. Anyway, uh. This causes Ezra and Chopper to go into Ezra and Zeb's room. Yep. Zeb's like, you better not wake me up. And then Chopper shocks him and pisses him off. Um, and if you recall, I know it's been a while, but the last episode before this, Ezra did save Zeb's life. Oh, um, yeah, really? So uh, Ezra keeps reminding Zeb that he saved his life. Mm-hmm. And it's really starting to get on Zeb's nerves. Um, I've lost my place on my notes. Anyway. Okay. Oh, yeah. He, uh, Ezra gets on his top bunk. Yeah. And then it falls onto Zeb. And we learned that Chopper removed the bolts from Which the, uh... you would think it would fall before that. But no for comedic effect. Okay. Alright. If you take all the bolts out of a car, will it fall apart if there's no weight on it? Yes. <laughs> I was to say, you want to you wanna redo that? But, but a car the, isn't a bed. If so. I take all the bolts out of a bunk bed, it's going to fall apart. Maybe he didn't take all the bolts out. He just took most of them out to where it was at its weakest point. That's fair. And then all it right, just fall right. around. I don't know. We, we will chalk it up to I'm not a bunk bed comedy. maker. We'll, we'll chop it up to comedy. Yeah. Oh, Lord. But that causes Zeb and Ezra to 
kind of tussle around the yeah. ship and fight. And Hera, being the mom of the uh, the ghost, gets mad and is like, "Tired of that shit. I'm getting tired of the shit. You guys are going to the store." <laughs> yeah. And she sends him on a supply run, and she says, "Don't even think about coming back without Meluron." You're yawning just thinking about this episode. Yeah. Meluron. Meluron. It's, it's a fruit. It's a fruit. It does not grow. On this, uh, yeah, as we will learn, it does not grow on Lothal, so... Which, it was cool to see Lothal. Uh, you could see a little bit more of it. Yeah. The other side of the, the planet. Yeah, the more the mi- uh, the farming. Than the, the farming than and the, the market side of uh, yeah. things. Um, but yeah, they go out to find this movie run, and Kanan's like, you know they're not going to fucking find a movie run. Come yeah. on now. Uh, that's another thing bad about this episode. Not enough Kanan. Not very much Kanan in oh, this episode you, at all. because you love Kanan. I do yeah. love Kanan. Yeah. Um... But uh, they they go to the market to find Melu Run. Um, Ezra runs into this guy at the market that he knows. I uh, was friends with his family, presumably, and uh, he tells him, "Yeah, Melu Run doesn't grow here. Maybe so, you can so get us one of the outer shipments." Ezra grew up on Lothal. Ezra grew up on okay, Lothal. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. We have a lot of characters in Star Wars that grow up on Lothal. On Lothal, there's a lot of characters well, in Star Wars that grew no, up on Lothal. No, but, but I, I can th- name one. I think Lothal is like, for some reason, it's a centerpiece in like a lot of series, at least two that I know of. It's a centerpiece in uh, what's it called? The Thrawn book, which is weird. Well, Thrawn comes in in Rebels, so he's got a connection to Lothal. I mean, he's new. But okay. But it's not Thrawn on the Thrawn in the Thrawn book. It's that weird general. Thing. Oh. Yeah, it just describes this general the whole time, and she doesn't really have. She has a connection to Thrawn, but like, barely. Anyways, I think the fall. I mean, out of all the galaxies, I'm out of the entire galaxy. I feel like it's weird that we the fall shows up more as much as it does. People like the fall. Apparently. Um. Zeb gets all the supplies in like five minutes. Like he's not Easy. fucking around. Yeah. He wants to go back, and they do manage to find some Melu runs, but they've already been bought by the Empire. Pieces of shit. And so Ezra's like, "Well, fucking, I still, I stole from the Empire every day. I was just fucking steal." Yeah. Um, Zeb is kind of not about it, but you know, whatever. Ezra tries to use the Force, and you see like the, the, the <laughs> lid shaking, and then the stormtrooper just picks it up and walks off. Yeah. Like what the fuck? And uh, so Ezra has to go in manually. This I, he throws he throws a rock. He does. If you if you were a guard, and you heard a rock go off next to you, I go look for the rock and go, "Who oh, was that?" And like an NPC. Oh, you know? okay, yeah. And uh, you'd be like, "This is my NPC moment." Yeah. And you just walk over to the rock. Okay, fair enough. And then when I get fired, I'll just say, "Listen, I'm following the rules of video games." <laughs> yeah. I I tried to get taken out by a hitman by <laughs> by staying in my in my spot. Fair enough. It was either check out the goddamn rock or die. All right, I pit, I checked out the rock. You know what happened last time? Bill checked out, didn't check out the rock last week, and he got assassinated. All right, <laughs> some dude in the hood jumped out of a bush and killed him. Jesus Christ! So yeah, I'm gonna check out the damn rock. Fair enough. I like your uh, I like your reasoning there. Yeah. So uh, he tries to uh, take the matador on, but he gets caught. Mm-hmm. And Zeb saves Ezra by throwing all their supplies at the troopers. Just seems like, unnecessary seems to like me. There was a box in front of him. He could have set down the supplies and thrown yeah. the box at him. But, you but, know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so the Imperials are now chasing Zeb and Ezra. Mm-hmm. Zeb gets cornered by a TIE fighter. 
Yeah. And you're like, well, how's he gonna get out of this? He just fucking takes over the. T- he just jumps on it. And he just and jumps on it and pulls the dude out. Gets in there. And uh, he gets in there. So Zeb now has a Tie Fighter. Ezra's being chased, and Zeb uh, kind of catches up to him and is like, "Listen, you can you can get in, but uh, we're even, right? I don't I don't owe you anything. Come on, we're even. I he's save like, you, you save me. He's like, yeah, yeah, we're even, and they jump in, and then they start arguing over the controls, which causes them to start firing the Tie Fighter. And and. A city that uh, yeah. of innocent people. Luckily, they only destroyed a man's livelihood by destroying his stand of fruit. They didn't kill yeah. him. Wow, so now man. he gets to suffer in his poverty. This is the uh, <laughs> Disney version of the cabbage merchants. I mean, we He wasn't selling macaroons, but yeah. I don't know what he was selling because they're all fictional fruit. Um, My fujus. <laughs> there you go. That's what we're calling them. Fujus. Okay. Fujus. Hey, I. You know, off the top, off the noggin. The dome piece. Alright, well, uh, the windshield gets covered in all this fruit and stuff, so they can't really. I don't know if it's called a windshield, but. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine you can call it that. Well, um, oh. I guess because it's not. Because it's. Really yeah. Front, front facing windshield. The big glass panel that you <laughs> yeah. look out of. Um, it gets covered in fruit so they can't see where they're going. And they're, they're heading towards the spire. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna crash right into it. And Ezra's like, we gotta move. He can sense it, yeah. and he moves, Using and the force. they save it, and Zeb's like, whoa. I do know. He pulls a Keanu Reeves, he's like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Um, so, uh, we cut back to the ghost, and Chopper and Kanan are playing hollow chess. <laughs> Would you? What? Would you play chess against a computer, a droid, who could basically win automatically? I mean, isn't it the same thing as playing a video game against the AI? Not chess. I don't play chess against the computer. But I guess people do. There's a lot of people that do. I just feel like I'd lose every time. Because even... Not every time. Most times, but... Even R2... I squeaked out a win every now and then. Chewbacca. And Chewbacca. Well, they like, never really finished the game, uh, so... Fair enough. He just got angry and quit. Yeah. Fair enough. Alright. Um, yeah, so they're playing hollow chess, and then Zeb and Ezra kind of report back to uh, Hera and Kanan. And they start to freak out, like, you stole a fucking TIE Fighter. Yeah, why? Come on, man. And this is one of the funniest parts of the episode, where uh, Kanan goes, did you at least disable the uh, the locator beacon? And like, yeah, of course. And then it cuts back to them, and he's like, no, the red wire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did that when we first got it. Come on, man. Yeah. And uh, so Kanan says to meet at the secret location to uh, whatever. Yeah. And uh, they hang up, and uh, this is another one of the funnier ones. Where Ezra goes, that went well. And Zeb goes, yeah. <laughs> and then surprisingly. Uh, he goes, do you know which way we're supposed to go? And Zeb goes, no idea. Okay. Uh, and then we cut back to the Empire, who t- have taken this farm by force from the guy that we saw earlier talking to Ezra. Because they had asked about buying the farm, right. and he was refusing. So now they're just going to take over the farm and take the farmer's just, prisoner. Just as the you Empire. Do. Yeah. Um, Ezra, luckily, is flying overhead, and he sees the smoke and knows... Mm-hmm. That that's that farm, and he they decide to help. They're rebels. Because they're yeah, because they're rebels. Because well, because they hate the empire. Or well, but you, they just saw smoke, so I guess he just assumed he was like, "Wow, well, we gotta go help them." Anyway, you know, Ezra jumps on the transport that's transporting the prisoners, aka the farmers. <laughs> yeah, the farmers. And uh, he he has to. This has been a big thing in the whole episode is him trying to use the force. Yeah. He finally has his moment here where he unlocks the uh, 
He unlocks how to turn off his fucking sound on his phone. Uh-huh, yeah, whatever. Uh, he unlocks the uh, switch uh, with the force. And then tells these people to jump. And they're like, we can't jump. We're moving this fast. Like, motherfuckers, you have to be enslaved. They're like, well, All right. you got a point. Fair enough, fair enough. And so they jump. And uh, it's at this point a stormtrooper climbs on top of the transport. And he's about two feet away from Ezra. I can understand 50 fucking feet away, yards, whatever. Oh, yeah. Missing a shot by a little bit. You're two feet away and you can't hit this dude. Yeah. I. It's really bad training. That one is really bad. Like, some of these you can make excuses for. This At this point, it's just like but you have the worst... But it's on a moving car. You have the worst troopers in, on the fall. So, I also thought it was funny that this officer just took... He just took a command from a Commander Melu run that he's never heard of before and just said, okay. It's the Empire. It's big. Got yeah. a lot of commanders transferring all the time. You right, don't know. Right. Yeah, my, my commanding officer always changes. I never know. Listen, I don't think your job is a lot like the, uh, the Empire. <laughs> I did turn it off. I'm professionalism in the studio today. That was stupid. <laughs> Off now. Anyway, damn vintage stock. <laughs> vintage stock. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, the stormtrooper missed from two feet away. They got the worst troopers on the fall. They need to get those troopers from A New Hope that just busted in the Tantine Four and didn't miss a fucking person, right? I don't know what happened to those guys. Um. Anyway, Ezra finds the Melu run and decides the best thing to do with this is to throw it at this dude's dick, because that's what he does. He throws it at a stormtrooper's dick. He knocks out another stormtrooper just with like hits him in the head and he just dies. Yeah. I'm like their armor sucks too. They're, I know. Like the, they're so cheap. God damn it. Maybe Maidlu runs like a coconut esque. I don't know. Yeah. But it yeah, uh I guess. Even still, if you're wearing heavy armor, like a helmet, and you get hit with a coconut heavy armor. You get plastic. Yeah. Uh th- th- yeah. But if you're wearing some kind <laughs> yeah, yeah. of armor and you get hit in the head with a coconut, you should be alright. Their armor's clearly plastic, which begs the point, why the fuck did they even bother with the armor? Well, so whenever the troopers go down and fight, this is from Mandalorian, and they fight the creator, and we see, like, it breaking and stuff, it looks like plastic. Yeah. Right? Or maybe a ceramic composite or something, but yeah. it breaks a lot like plastic, which, wh- yeah, why have armor? Why even have it if it's that, you know... If you're really just gonna sweat inside, just to house the the headset and everything, so you don't drop it. I guess to house the headset and just to give everyone like that look of uniformity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just to like this is a stormtrooper, not to give like a face to. True. Them, you know. All right. I don't know. Just wear masks. Um, but Ezra Zeb picks up Ezra while flying the Tie Fighter with his feet. It's pretty. Uh, he's upside down. He's upside down. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm. Uh, Zeb kind of was like, here, I got a helmet for you. And Ezra's like, I already got that one. And Zeb's all sad. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, ah, oh, but I'll take it, you know, whatever. Yeah, and that shows them kind of growing like, oh, okay. Well, They're kind I mean, of bonding. Yeah, we're friends um, now. They return to the ghost with the Melee Run. Not with the TIE Fighter. They were like, yeah, we ditched that thing. And uh, we see that uh, Sabine has painted Ezra and Zeb's little fight in their bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chopper does some shenanigans and they chase him. And that's how the yep. episode ends. Yeah. Kanan was very proud of how they took care of the TIE Fighter. They're like, oh, okay. Good job. Yeah, yeah this episode was not great uh, for me anyway. Uh, it's definitely more 
geared towards a child's... Yeah, uh, it's fun, but... It's I think Rebels, when they were starting off, were trying to find a good tone between we want to tell a serious story, and but we also want to cater this to uh, kids. And I think it doesn't really find its footing until later in the first season. Okay. Um, so there are episodes like this that feel kind of tonally different from other episodes. Like, the next two episodes are a lot more serious than this one. Because we get the... I mean, we'll go to Maybe it's because the Grand Inquisitor shows up in the next two I was episodes, about to say. and he looks like the devil. Um, Thank you. I bring it up later, but I might as well just bring it up now. Okay, you're working for even if you think the Empire is the best people ever, if you meet someone named the Grand Inquisitor and see that motherfucker's face, not to let like, not to mention Vader, who looks scary, but this guy. To be fair, Vader's wearing a suit. This guy, he can't control how he looks. This guy, this is his face. That would that would be racist. That is, that would be kind of racist. racist. Still, he kind of looks like he's evil. I'm just saying. The guy from Utapau in episode three, he looks fucking terrifying too. But he he's like, help us! They're here. They're like, oh, he looks terrifying too. He's got the sharp teeth and the red on his face. But he's asking Obi Wan to help him. Damn, I'm a racist. You're a racist. I'm an alien racist. You're a Star Wars racist. Well, I call them sand people, so that's true. I know. Uh, so that takes us to the second episode, which is Rise of the Old Masters. Ooh. I think this is the best episode of the three. Of these three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could argue the third one, but I think this one's the I, best I one. I think I like the third it one. It definitely has the most gruesome thing in all of Rebels. This aired it's on Disney XD, yeah. but we'll get to that. It's interesting. Um, so we, we open on top of the ghost while it's flying. Uh, and uh, Ezra's training. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's doing a handstand and... He's complaining about everything. You know, he's being a real Luke type. Yeah. And then uh, Kanan's like, do or do not, there is no try. He brings up the whole thing. And Ezra's like, that makes no sense. How can I do something if I'm not trying to do it? And Kanan's like, yeah, I never understood that one either. Uh, Yoda said it a lot. Yeah. Well, do and fail or do and succeed. Yeah. Don't try to fail. And uh, okay. so Zeb's like, I'm bored and this Jedi stuff, blah, blah, blah. No wonder your religion died. Imagine going to a people who's, who's a person whose people had been uh, killed, genocided, and being like, "No wonder you guys died off." No wonder the Jews died off. Like, oh, oh my man. god! See, that that's very insensitive. God damn. Lady, he calls it a laser sword. He does. We're not there yet. Um, okay. I'm Zeb. Kanan says Zeb is there to be annoying on purpose. Yes. Because uh, there's often going to be distractions, and you got to get used to them. Then uh, Kanan calls it a laser sword. <laughs> yeah. When he gives uh, Ezra his lightsaber. I think that's something a lot of... It's been said a lot of times in Star Wars, though. Uh, the term laser sword. Hmm. It's been used in uh, Last Jedi. It's been used in a couple yeah. other places. Yeah, because Luke says uh, in uh, Last Jedi, he's like, what, do you expect me to f- go face down the entire First Order with a laser sword? Oh. It's weird, because like, the first time in Star Wars ever we hear it's called a lightsaber. Yeah. From Obi-Wan. So, it's just weird, I guess. But George Lucas referred to it as the laser sword behind the scenes a lot, too. So, I mean, it's just kind of a, uh, you know. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they uh, decide to uh, do a little exercise. Chopper's mm-hmm. throwing, I guess, blue milk cartons. That's what it I, looked like. I thought it was cool that there's a dial on the side to adjust height, yeah. which makes a lot of sense. It does make sense. Yeah. At I, least for Kanan's. I don't know that that's for everyone's. Um, yeah, just, it's true. Just because, you know, your lightsaber is yours. <clears throat> but this is, like, he did make this as when he was a Padawan. When he was a Padawan, so. yeah. 
And so uh, that does make sense, and it's, it yeah. helps out for Ezra. Um, Chopper starts throwing these blue milk cartons at him, and he's getting hit. He's not hitting any of these fucking things. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Zeb decides to just dump the whole fucking bucket at Chopper, and Chopper goes at mock speed. <laughs> Throws them all at once. And knocks Ezra off the goddamn ship. Fucking Zeb. Come on, man. Trying to kill this kid? Yeah, maybe. And, uh, you know, Ezra falls, and Kanan has to use the force to pull him up and everything. And then Chopper just laughs at him and throws another fucking carton. Yep. Chopper's a fucking dickhead, dude. <laughs> he's one of the best droids. He is, but he's a dick. He is a um, dick. Kanan's really frustrated and gets a little hard on Ezra. He's like, you would have fell if you were focused and blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. You know, he's just complaining. Which, to be fair, Kanan himself was but I still don't a Padawan. Think, you know? I don't See, I didn't see that as him lashing out and saying he wasn't focused. I think it was like... He's well, kinda, that's literally what he did was tell I know, but focused. I think he was lashing out more as like... He he's more upset him. with himself yeah. than Ezra, but he's taking it out on Ezra. Yeah. Right. Um, but you gotta remember, he was a Padawan when Order 66 happened. He was never knighted. He never had a, anyone to train. He doesn't right. know what he's doing. Um... Then we get a Hollow Net report. Apparently, there's there's the internet in Star Wars. Yeah. Well, there's the news. You know. Yeah. It's all internet. It's more like TV. But... Well, it's literally called the Hollow Net, so it's the internet. Internet. Motherfucker, what else would the anyway? What is it going to be called? Hollow TV. <laughs> Hollow Vision. Oh, oh my God! All right. Sounds like a Marvel show. Anyway. Mm. Uh. There's reports of uh, this guy that's like, you're not supposed to hear what I'm saying. Yeah. He's like, I've taken over the broadcast. Yeah. No, oh boy. And he's like, Jedi Master Illuminara is a lie. We gotta get her a fair trial, blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts out and it goes back to the normal Imperial propaganda. Yeah. Which, do you think that was staged or no? Do you think he believed it? Mm-hmm. Because that was actually a real... Okay. Right. Anyway... Uh, the team's like, well, we gotta rescue her. And Kanan's like, she'd be a great teacher for you, Ezra. And mm-hmm. Ezra's like, oh, well, he's kind of just pawning me off. You know, yeah. he starts to feel all bad. Good. <laughs> and the team plans the rescue. Like, we can come into the building from here and do this and this. And everyone's like, you're crazy, Kanan. This is such a secure facility. Yeah. Like, why? Why would we do this for just one Jedi? Um, it, spoiler: It is not a secure facility. Not at all. It's one of the least secure facilities I've ever seen. There could Wars. be a reason behind that, but... Even when it, after that, though, it's still, like, very not secure. That's fair. Yeah. You would think they would have more postings if they assumed something was happening. But. Yeah. So the Phantom departs the Ghost, because it's a separate ship that's attached, mm-hmm. to do the mission, because it's, I guess, more, more covert Yeah. if they use the Phantom. Kanan jumps down onto this platform, and he doesn't use the Force... He doesn't use a lightsaber. He goes Jackie Chan on these fucking stormtroopers. Beats the shit out of him. Dude, he's like dodging punches and shit and throwing kicks. I'm like, dude, this man's Jackie Chan. And uh, Ezra, wanting to be like Kanan, you know, jumps down after him and fucking knocks himself right into a wall and makes a bunch of noise. Yep. And then Kanan gets mad. He's like, you could have blown the whole mission, blah, blah, blah. And the other two people jump down and we have a tussle with some stormtroopers. Nothing serious. Yeah, they they were going to win, you know. Ezra unlocks the door, and uh, as Hera parks the Phantom on the side of the building. That's interesting. Which is interesting. That's cool. That's cool. And Kanan's like, I definitely sense Luminara's here. 
There's uh, there's something uh, something weird about it. Yeah, you know it's clouded. Strange. Strange. And uh, we see these giant. I don't know what the actual name of these creatures are, but the, I'm just gonna call them giant Phantoms. bats. Because that's what they look like. Uh, COVID carriers. They look like the giant fan- COVID carriers. They look like the phantoms from <laughs> Minecraft. They do. Yeah, they do. So they're mantises. They're manti. Flying manti. Uh, they uh, they find uh the phantom. Okay. And uh, they're trying to mate with the phantom. Yep. Yeah. I was like, man, this is a kid show. A kid we know show. what's going on. We know what's um, going on. It's not only the darkest episode. But also the sexiest episode. Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't call that sexy. Um, there's yeah. a part where they're going through the facility where two stormtroopers see Kanan, and Kanan uses the force to pull him at him and double clotheslines. <laughs> Could you imagine? You're just standing there walking around minding your own business, and then you're like, ah! You're at work, and yeah. some dude just pulls you towards him out of thin air and clotheslines you. Dude, I'd shit myself. <laughs> I'd be like, just take me. I don't care anymore. I'd be like, I'm going home. The workers' comp is not enough for this. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Kanan mind tricks two stormtroopers guarding yeah, the cell, and they get in pretty cool. easily. And they find Luminora. She's sitting there. Yeah, just, just totally her. alive. <laughs> yeah, sure. And they leave with her, and the, the da, 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 da. yeah, that's the end of the episode. No, uh, it's like some kind of hologram or something. I, I have no idea. Is is her body in like? Her body's definitely in that thing. Yes. Is it mummified? Did they capture her? I don't think so. Here's my take on it. Okay. Is that this is just some hologram of her, and the hologram walks into this case and reveals Luminara's uh, rotting corpse, is what it looks like to me. But why does she? Why would you still feel the force from it? Is that why they burn bodies? Because their bodies Maybe. can still be sensed? Wild. And so yeah, and they show they show like her face. Oh yeah, and her like it's a decaying corpse. Like her face is sunken in. You can see the skeleton mm-hmm. like right under the skin. It's, I mean, it's been like this was on Disney XD. This is like 15, 20 years since well, about ten oh. ish, ten to it's about five years before oh, New Hope. Okay, because Ezra's fourteen here, and he's the same age as Luke. So so yeah, it's about five years before New Hope. So it would have been about ten years. It's been about after fifth, ten to fifteen years ish. Yeah. <laughs> They just have this rotting corpse. They just have this rotting corpse, and apparently they've used it multiple times to trick surviving Jedi. Which because the lost surviving Jedi, they hear, "Oh, Luminara, and Luminara was a master. You know, we want to go save her. She could help us." And they ended up uh, getting killed and tricked. Luminara was a master, and they could probably sense her dead body. Like fuck. This was on Disney XD. Yeah, like goddamn, this is dark. Uh, But yeah, she's dead, and then. they're like, what's going on here? And the Grand Inquisitor is just standing in the doorway. It's like, this is what's going on here. Yeah, Mr. Sharktooth over there. <laughs> and uh, we get Kanan fighting the Grand Inquisitor. And they have a little bit of back and forth. And Kanan's getting his ass whipped. Well, yeah. And uh, the Grand Inquisitor can tell who trained Kanan just by his fighting style. So is the Grand Inquisitor, did he used to be a Jedi or no? He used to be a Temple Guard. Oh, okay. So he would know. He would know. Wait. Okay, never mind. It doesn't matter. He probably looked like that the whole time. I was, but oh, I didn't know if the darks corrupted him. But that's not really no, he always works. looked like that. Yeah. Wow. That's a real. That's the face of a, a peacekeeper of the galaxy right <laughs> yeah, there. I'm like, oh shit! I wouldn't walk up to the Jedi Temple either. God hey, that's good. That's what you want. Although they, the Temple Guards wore the mask, so it's really ineffective. Maybe 
that's why they wore masks. <laughs> that's why he wore the mask yeah. anyway. Um, anyway. But yeah, he can tell he's like, uh, yeah. you favor Form 3 way too much. And that's something that uh, I can't remember his uh, yeah, forget master's name. Master. Because she's very much a minor Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, that's uh, the calling card of that Jedi. Yeah. Something to Baba, I think is what it was. Oh, sure. And he's kind of freaks out. He's like, oh my god, you know. And Ezra tries to slingshot him and it literally does nothing. Like, he just... He literally just takes it. He just takes it and he <laughs> laughs at him. Like... That's all you got, kid? And uh, they use the thermal detonator to get out of the cell. And he's just chasing out. He's yeah. like a slasher villain. Like, they're running and he's just walking. He's like, I'm, I'm gonna get you. Like, he's I'm like, not gonna get out of he's, here. He's Jason Voorhees in him. Like, he's... Um, and he... Him and Kanan get back into a tussle, and he starts trying to turn Ezra. He's yeah. like, hey, there's another path, you know. Like, He's like, uh, you can come join the dark side. And Ezra's Ezra. like, I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. And then the Inquisitor's like, man, your teacher sucks. Yeah, I was like, oh, You don't shit. know about the dark side? <laughs> like, if you never know about it, how can you turn to it? There you That's go. That's a good goddamn point. Boom. Um... <laughs> Uh, and he uh, eventually is just like, here, let me show you. And he just knocks off out Kanan. Knocks off. He knocks out Kanan. He just knocks and, out And uh, he's kind of approaching Ezra, and, and then Kanan jumps back up and saves him. So the... Uh, yeah, okay. I was like, why didn't the Grand Inquisitor use the Anti-Force? Um, so, I mean, Kanan lifts him up, right? Is there nothing you can do at that point? To com- mm-hmm. combat that? If you're caught off guard, maybe? Because I guess your arms are locked um, to your side, so you can't... I guess exert. it depends on how powerful you are. He's only he an Inquisitor. He was working out of emo- emotion. It's true. So. Um, the Inquisitor then is like, well, I'm going to pull out some fancy shit, and he holds out a saber, <laughs> and then he, it's revealed he has a double saber, and you're like, oh, man, Ooh, yeah. we haven't seen that before. And then it starts spinning, and you're like, oh. Oh, wow. That's, uh, that's something. Does yours do that? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a, that's a running gag. It gets asked, yeah. by, like, three times. God. Um, and, uh, he puts the whole facility on lockdown. He's like, we're not gonna let these people out. Mm-hmm. And they're running away. The blast doors are closing, so Zeb clearly jumps in one and holds it open. Why would you close the facility down other than close all exits? Like, keep them inside. Don't close the whole fucking facility down. This is how you it's get Star these Wars. issues. I know, but this happens so many times. <laughs> the good guys gotta get away, Jake. Until the final showdown. This ain't the final showdown. It's like... We've what, still got, like, 15 episodes uh, this season. What's his name? Uh, the pirate again? Hondo? Yeah, Hondo. It's like when Hondo's like, check the vents. Like, he knows. He's like, I'm, I I know. Like, that's the, where they're at. The Inquisitor is a Hondo. I know. The, everyone else is so dumb except for Hondo. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Hondo's probably the smartest dude in Star Wars. <laughs> no. um, Fuck, bro. But, uh, Zepp holds the blast door open long enough for them all to get through there. There's still the the main door that they have to get out of. Yeah. They can't get it open, so, uh, Zeb, Zeb, Ezra, and Kanan use the force to open it to reveal a battalion of stormtroopers yeah, waiting for them. easy, easy. And, uh, yeah, they just run through they, these fucking stormtroopers. Because stormtroopers can't hit shit, so they just run right through them. Yeah, but the bats and the phantom show up and just start taking out stormtroopers. Which, sure. So yeah. I guess that Hera just let the bats fuck the ship. And so now the bats are loyal to the ship. Oh no. I don't know. It's my best guess on what happened. Yeah, we didn't really get to see, so. You know, it is what it is. Found the tailpipe. I don't think there's a tailpipe on They found the the exhaust port. Yeah, as it was running, 
God damn. Anyway. Yeah, let's move on. Um, yeah, they, they do that, and they get back on the ship, and uh, the team escapes. Boom. Yeah. And uh, Ezra overhears Hera and Kanan talking about uh, Luminara, and he's all sad because mm. he's like, he didn't want me, blah, blah, blah. Because he just wanted someone better to teach him. So they have a little heart-to-heart. Yeah. And, uh, More Kanan's, bonding. Kanan's like, I'm not going to try anymore. I'm going to do. <laughs> Yeah! And then they start training by... Then he starts throwing rocks at him and he cuts them in half. And then that's how the Which, episode ends. He picked up one rock and <laughs> yeah, then just and he keeps throwing brilliant. rocks. I thought that was so weird. He's using the force to pick it back up. And, oh, right. And refuse it after it's been cut in half and then throw it back again. <laughs> so that's the second episode. Yeah, boom. Uh, the third episode is called Breaking Ranks. Breaking Ranks. I wonder what that can mean. I don't know. So we open on a, an Imperial training facility. Mm-hmm. It's very odd, because this is called Star Wars Rebels, not Star Wars Imperials. Oh, it is. Is it? We should do a spin-off, Star Wars Imperials. Star Wars Imperials. I think that's been it's done. A, it's about people who just can't fucking shoot. Uh, we have these cadets listening to some Imperial officer. And then, uh... Yes. The cadets take off their helmets, and one of them's Ezra! What's going on? Whoa! He's joined the Empire! God, motherfucker. He turned... Obviously. Found out what the dark side is. <laughs> so he became a stormtrooper. Uh, he's going by the name Dev Morgan, so it's clear that he's undercover. Ah, is it? Or is that his real name? No. Oh, well, okay, fair enough. Uh, he's buddied up with this guy named Jai, which is voiced by Dante Vasco. Yes, this is Zuko. It's Zuko. It's uh, the American Dragon Jake Wong. Yes. It's Rufio from Pan. Or from Hook, not Pan. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> There's so many Peter Pan fucking movies, yeah. dude. Uh, but yeah, so Dante Bosco. Uh, the uh, We have a competition between the cadets. Yes. They gotta escape a hole. Which, they do pretty good. And you would think if... The, I'm guessing these are officers for the stormtroopers yeah because if stormtroopers were trained like this they'd be a lot better yeah that's what i'm thinking like what the hell i i wrote that down too is like this seems like advanced training for potential stormtroopers yeah there's no fucking way they just must be officers um yeah so yeah they do the training man they got to climb out of a hole there's some electric trucks on some of the platforms um mm-hmm. morgan or ezra ezra is shown to be very impressive. Ezra and Jai get out, and, uh, and they win, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. they call them. Uh, and all the winners follow the officer. I wonder how long Ezra was there. Like, or did they come off they, the uh, They say it here in a little bit. Oh, okay. Now. All right. Um, but the winners follow the officer, and we see Chopper, who is painted white and black. He's undercover. Yes, he is. And uh, Sabine and Zebra here, and they're kind of uh, right outside the uh, thing, kind of waiting. Yeah. And uh, they reveal that Ezra has been inside for weeks now. Weeks, okay. So I'm going to assume about two, three weeks. Well, yeah, I'm guessing he took over another kid's spot or something. Or he like... just enrolled under a fake name. It's hard. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. They clearly, in Star Wars, don't have background checks or yeah, anything well, like that. It seems hard to just enroll. Han Solo went to en- enroll in the uh, Imperial Academy, oh, yeah. and they just gave him a last name he didn't have. So. That's true. 
That's true. <coughs> um, so, uh, Ezra has been inside for a few weeks. Kanan's worried all about it. He's like, I sh I sh 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 we should have put him undercover, blah, blah, blah. should have done it myself. And Hera even says, you'd make a fight, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, and, sure. Uh, Ezra uh, encounters Agent Callus, who could not give two shits about him. Yeah, no. He's just like, give me the fucking data pad, I don't care. Leave. And then Ezra breaks into Callus' office. What? And it turns out he's looking for a decoder. What for? To, I guess we'll find out. To stop the decoding of things. Wow. To uncode things? Yeah. Uh, he takes the decoder, and then he's caught by another cadet. <gasps> and it's not his buddy. Lorenzo. Or Lazorio, or whatever. No. <laughs> That's not even close. Nazimo? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. That's not even close. I don't know. Uh, the cadet wants to help Ezra, actually, though, so it worked out. Which is weird. You would think there'd be less uh, anti-imperials here. But... Inside a fucking... You know, yeah. He happened to encounter the one guy who... Uh... Fucking it. Uh, but the cadet wants to help, and uh, they're trying to stop a Kyber shipment. That's why they need the decoder. There we to go. find out where it is. And uh, they decide they have to leave the decoder behind because if they go through, if they leave the room with the decoder, it'll set off a bunch of alarms. Yeah. Um, so he introduces himself to this guy named Zare. Wow. Not whatever the fuck you said. Lorio. Lorenzo. Lorenzo. Yeah. And uh, they decide to team up. Zare? Zare. Maybe his last name started with an L. I don't know. Anyways. And that takes us to the next day where they're they gotta do a new challenge. This time they gotta get out of a hole. Wow. By shooting the platforms oh. to open them. Oh. And so they're, you know, doing their whole thing and they're and they, they can actually hit the target. So this definitely isn't the stormtrooper training. Yeah, no way. Um I, I caught myself just watching this episode and enjoying it. I don't have a lot of notes. I remember it, but I have a lot of notes, so good. It's good. Um they get to almost where they're about to get out but uh Zare's not gonna make it he's not gonna win and so Ezra has to push his friend Jai off yeah, the he's just like, thing fuck you Jai he didn't he doesn't like try to shoot the, the other kid in green he doesn't no. no nothing he just fuck you Jai and so uh they finish and they win and Jai's like what was that about and Ezra's like I do what I had to do yeah he's big and broody and uh Ezra in the Zare then go to, uh, I can't remember her name because she's barely in the show, is the, uh, the, the lady in yeah! the blue. Yeah! I've seen her before and I was like, whoa, okay, who's that? Never mind. I love Rebels and I can't remember her fucking she name. She was in the droid episode yeah. as well. I, I wanted to say Governor Price at first, but she's not Governor Price. Yeah, Someone else not. is Governor Price. Um, but yeah, they go into her office. Okay. And, uh, Ezra uses the vents to then access Callus's office. And Zare comes up with this complicated lie to Callus about having pod racer parts for him to distract him. And Callus is like, that makes no What the fuck am I going to do with pod racer parts? I'm in the Empire. Sorry, I got distracted. Yeah. After you mentioning Governor Price. She is in the Empire. Yeah, what? what? There was such a dumb, like, why did you use that as an ex like a distraction? Why didn't you say, like, I got these fucking atomic rifle thingies here for you? Yeah. And he's like, oh. All right, I mean, yeah, I'll go check that out. Uh, but I guess it was just to distract him for a few minutes. That's true. Uh, Ezra uses the Force to take the decoder. And uh, Zare sees him use the Force. And he never mentions it the rest of the episode. He just kind of sees it. Well, because mm -hmm. earlier he said, yeah, I've been trained to be a Jedi. 
And they're just like, oh, oh man, yeah, have yeah, we all? Man, have we all? <laughs> yeah. Um, but as he's leaving, Ezra actually comes across a different room where he overhears the officer talking to the Grand Inquisitor. And he's like, yeah, this, these guys are impressive. They meet your special qualifications. The Inquisitor's like, I'm going to be there tomorrow. Hold on. Hold up. Hold up. And so uh, Ezra does get the decoder to Chopper, who then gets it to everyone else. Mm-hmm. But Ezra stays on the inside. And Kanan freaks out right as they jump to light speed to go stop the shipment. And he's like, like where is he? Oh. And so they got to deal with that right now. But uh, Ezra and Zare wake up Jai and convince him to help. And at first he's like, this is dumb. I'm part of the Empire. Why are you trying to... Yeah. And they're like, you want to see your mom again? And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, mom, yes. This is a theme in Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. Take it away from your fucking mom, man. Son Every fucking buddy has Son mom issues in Star Wars. Son of the bitches. Get over your fucking moms in Star Wars, all right? You live in, <laughs> Like, listen, you live in Star Wars, you're not going to have a mom. Get over it. Yeah. Fair enough. If you live in Star Wars, Fair enough. you should know this. It's like Batman. It's like, it's been 80 fucking years now. We've done this a million times. Get over your fucking parents. You know they're going to die. <laughs> God. Even, die even Spider-Man, to a certain extent, finally realized, listen, it's been, we've been doing this since the 60s. We get it. Uncle Ben died. We're not going to dwell on it anymore. Yeah. He's dead. We'll get over it. Damn, son. Just saying. You're ruthless. You're in Star Wars. Get over your fucking mom. God. <laughs> it's down to the writers. <laughs> it is true. Dave, come on now. You're better than this. Jeez. Alright. Uh, so, the ghost is going to stop the shipment. Um, Kanan uh, senses the uh, the kyber crystals, which, yep. which one they're in. They're in the middle shipment. Yes. And then we immediately cut back to Ezra. Yeah. yeah. And they do their challenge, but this time Ezra doesn't win. You good? I was yawning. Yeah. He doesn't win. And uh, Chopper starts the attack on the facility. Like, right after that. It just blows up a fucking... It just blows up a fucking walker. Yeah. Which, these ATSTs look so weird. Uh, yeah, they're they're a different version of the walker. Um, oh, I guess because... Is this before... This is before any hopes. Oh, yeah. this is, yeah. yeah. Um, so... Jai and Oleg and, um... Zare all get to go on one of the walkers because they won the challenge. And they just take it over. They knock the fuck out of this fucking pilot. Yeah. And then Oleg is the one who's like loyal to the Empire. He's like, what are you doing? And they knock him out. Yeah, he, this is, he keeps his mask on the whole time. They didn't even want to animate his face. They just... No. Um, and so they start using the walker to fucking attack the base. And for some reason, the the commander doesn't... He doesn't remember. Oh, yeah, the cadets are in that one. But it could be the pilot. He doesn't know they took out the pilot. That's true. It's far more, in my mind, it would be like... It's far more likely that a the, rebel... The, it was far more likely that the pilot was a rebel sympathizer and then took out these three kids, and these three kids managed to take over a fucking a grown man. That's true. And take control of a fucking walker. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, we cut back to Hera, who then takes out the uh, the Kyber transport right before they jump to hyperspeed. It, it looks badass. And it does, and there's a screen explosion, so it's probably a green crystal. It dissolves everything. And uh, they're about to die, but they jump to light speed, and yeah. they're fine. Oh no. uh, Ezra jumps on the the walker, and the officer's like, "Dev's trying to take you on the on the the insurgents." Yes, good on him. Good on him. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Then Zeb and Sabine show up and just start wrecking shop. Oh yeah. And uh, Z- Zare says, uh, "I'm gonna stay so I can figure out what happened to my sister." Spoiler alert: We never see him again. Oh wow, uh, really? No. Jesus. 
Uh, actually, I think we might. I think we might once. Hope we found a sister. Um, but Zeb pretends to fire on the rebels as they're escaping to make it look like he was loyal. Yeah, and And, it uh, works. It works. Maybe it does. Okay. Uh, they take uh, they take him to the Inquisitor though, and they're telling the Inquisitor what happened. Right. And they show him Ezra's picture, and he's like, "Yeah, this is the fucking Padawan I've been chasing, motherfuckers, and you couldn't hold him for a fucking day." And uh, the Inquisitor uh, decides to take a walk with uh, with Zare, and maybe Zare is force sensitive, maybe he's not. Who knows? Uh, I feel like he, the Inquisitor would be able to sense if he wasn't. Yeah. So, um, but he would still be a good fighter. Yeah. So. The rebels agree to help Jai and his mom hide. Imagine you sent your son to the Imperial Academy because he wanted to be a stormtrooper. So you're loyal to the Empire too. Yeah. And then all of a sudden your son comes back. Hey mom, I turned on the Empire. We gotta go into hiding forever. I'd be like, God damn it. I can't have anything fucking nice in this world. And then Ezra's just happy to be back and the episode yeah. ends. <laughs> Alright. That's Rebels. That's Rebels. Those three episodes that's, of Rebels. That's the, the whole series that we got yeah, right there. We did it. We covered it. <laughs> we finished it. Uh, what were your thoughts on these three episodes, Jake? Uh, much like you, I thought the first one was filler. I thought it was fun, but I thought it was filler. Uh, and then the other two were, it was cool to see the Inquisitor. Yeah. It was cool to learn more about the Inquisitor. And you, you'll see a lot more of them in the series. Because I think we've seen progresses. them maybe a glimpse once before these episodes. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, yeah, this is the big bad of this season or of the whole thing before yeah. Thrawn so, comes uh, in later. Yeah, I mean, they're fine. Two of these episodes really did and moved the story forward with yeah. the Inquisitor. Um, the first episode is really just filler, kind of something to stick in there. Um, so we're, like, six episodes in to the first season now, so we got about 15-ish left. I thought there was only 15 episodes in this season. Maybe there is, but we're, we're a decent way through this, yeah. this first season. Um like I said, the first season, it's still kind of finding its footing until later in the season. Okay. So there are going to be episodes that are hit or miss or that are totally different. Yeah. Which is why these second two episodes were a lot more serious than the first one. Yeah. Um, but then we get into season two and three and four, and it's just all serious. fucking crazy. Alright, I'm excited. The I'm season excited. two finale is maybe some of the best Star Wars ever. What? Yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah. anyway, we will at times be continuing on with Rebels. Sweet, sweet. So uh, you'll get to see more of that. And I don't get to watch it until then, so. Yeah. So Jake, what are we doing next week? We are doing something that you're about to tell me. Yeah. Uh, next week we're going to do episode 7, 8, and 9 of Rebels. Ah, yes! <laughs> more Rebels, alright. Some more Rebels. Next week we're going to get a little bit of a Rebels kick. So we're going so. on a Rebels kick like we had our Clone Wars kick for a while? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe next. Maybe the week after next week we don't do Rebels. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe we jump back to Clone Wars. Oh, well. Totally, I don't know if I could take the whiplash, but <laughs> the art style. Um, who knows? But, uh, yeah, so next week, 7, 8, 9, uh, the episodes of Rebels. So uh, that's what we're doing next week. And uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you then. Thank you. Bye-bye.